Hello, great men and women, and welcome to DGMH, Drinks with Great Men in History. I'm your host, Zach DiBacco, and on this week's Tuesday with a Twist, Shots Heard Around the World, I am joined by two colleagues, both of whom are fellow history teachers. In fact, we're all U.S. history teachers. Welcome back, Kelly Rizell, and a big welcome to Clay Burton. How are you guys doing tonight? Hey, Zach. Hey, Zach. Doing good. Thanks for having us. I'm happy to have you both here. So, uh, Kelly, uh, our listeners have already met you, and if they haven't, they definitely need to go back and listen to the last episode of Shots Heard Around the World, Washington v. Columbus, like right now, because they really missed out. It was a good time with Luke uh, and Kelly, so definitely go back and listen to that. But I wanted to give you a chance to maybe inform our listeners about the coursework you teach or some of the stuff, because it's actually really unique, and I, I think in many cases down the road, and this one, fairly pertinent. Uh, so, you know, what is your course load? Um, this year I'm teaching U.S. history, which I've been teaching for the past seven years, and the history of the Holocaust, which I started about five years ago. Um, don't, also teaching- don't forget it. Come on. <laughs> say also it. teaching hip-hop literature, uh, yes. which is brand new this year, so that's been different. I love it. <laughs> I, I, I love it. From, uh, what's that, uh, what's that first real rap song they always say it was? Rapper's Delight? Rap, yeah, from Rapper's Delight to whatever crap they listen to now. So yes, Holocaust is definitely your thing. Clay and Kelly, you both back me up here. When you teach U.S. history, after a certain point, you're teaching world history. Uh, it, it, you can't escape it. So yeah, Kelly, I really appreciate you coming back to the show. And for our next guest is my close friend and colleague, uh, Clay Burton. Actually started teaching the same year as me. Uh, We were actually classroom neighbors for years. So Clay, um, you're going to have to tell the audience a little bit about yourself uh, so we know who the hell Clay Burton is. So (laughs) talk to us. Yep. Um, 27, four-year U.S. history teacher. I've taught world history as well. Uh, My favorite rapper is Eminem. Married, got a one-year-old, almost two-year-old daughter. And uh, she she takes up a lot of my time now, so glad to be here. I'm glad you could find the time to do this, and I I really am glad you're both here, and I'm looking forward to having some fun. But what are you guys drinking tonight? Why don't we start with Clay? So what's the drink you're drinking and the shot you're going to do? We got a Moscow Mule, and my Copper Mug, and my Goslings, ginger beer, and vodka of choice is Purity Vodka. Never had it. That's what I'm drinking. No, I'm Purity, ah. Purity Vodka. I love a Moscow, Moscow Mule. Is that the vodka in the Moscow Mule, too? It is. You can see how much left I have. <laughs> yes, I did. Yes. Uh, that's good. Uh, you know, one, one little secret is, and Kelly, you might be able to back us up here. Luke also confirmed this, is Clay and I were talking. We're normally a few drinks deep before we get on this show. Uh, I don't know if it's, it's nerves or boredom waiting for it to start. Uh, but, uh, I need to try that next time. <laughs> yes. Yes. Well, uh, free game. <laughs> it's, it's, you I'll got a pregame for the, for shots around the world. You got a pregame for sure. Um, so Kelly, what are what are you drinking tonight? Uh, I am drinking a Dukes, which is a brown ale from a little brewery in Jacksonville. Oh, very so Russian neighborhood, uh, big Russian community well, in Jacksonville. It has Florida. a big a big dog that says Duke. I feel like that's Stalin like. It is Stalin like. <laughs> if it said douche, it'd be even bigger Stalin like, yeah. <laughs> more Stalin like. Anyway, what's your shot tonight, Kelly? Are you sticking with the fire? I am sticking with fire whiskey because I feel like for Stalin, for sure, I need a little fire whiskey. He burned the shit down. Oh, yeah. Yes, absolutely. And I'm pretty sure 
to really tie it in, and correct me if I'm wrong, guys, did, did Stalin not practice some scorched earth policies uh, during Operation Barbarossa as he Absolutely. retreated from the Germans? Uh, and I'm sure that. he destroyed and killed as many people as he could in that All process. Right. So kudos for creativity, Kelly. Uh, very, very good. Um, so I got, I, got to, I got to tell you tonight, I am twofold because, you know, I'm noticing that everybody keeps referencing Stalin. So for my shot, I'll be sticking with my Sumon Vodka, which kicked my ass last time. But there's someone else in this show, and it's my Italian friend, Christopher Columbus. So I'm drinking an Italian Pinot Grigio because I already opened the bottle for the chaser I recorded yesterday. So I got to finish it off, and it was a nice fit. Uh, not the same. It's not Genoese, but I don't really give a shit. So here we go. My uh, Italian so, Pinot Grigio for the DNC. I don't want to spoil the joke. So... <laughs> <laughs> the short the short version of why I drank Pinot Grigio for the DNC was because I wanted some Pinot Grigio and I had a bottle of Pinot Grigio, but I think I made it work. You'll have to let me know, guys, if it did work in the end. Um, but I do want to give a quick shout out. So today we are covering some real pieces of shit. I mean, we cover a lot of bad guys on this show. Uh, what I do call human sacks of pieces of shit, whatever. I don't care. It's Columbus, I just called a dick like a thousand times. Uh, but they're still fun and fascinating. And that's exactly what my friends over at the podcast Say Hello to the Bad Guys cover each week. History's baddest guys and now girls that you've never heard of. I mean, we're talking like the gangsters, not like Al Capone, but the people who actually did the killing for Al Capone. It's a really interesting show. They sit there, they drink the whole time, they bullshit the whole time. It's a good show, good laugh, and definitely worth listening to. But now I think we should finally get to our assholes, our bad guys. Um... So today, the three of us are going to hash out the details that made Christopher Columbus and Joseph Stalin great, evil, and just plain pieces of shit. Just because Stalin received more crowns than Columbus on the scale of greatness, uh, actually, now that I think about it with the piece of shit curve, I don't know that he did, uh, but either way, that doesn't necessarily mean that one wins automatically. Uh, comparing people changes the game. You know, when you have just the apple and just the orange, it's, it's, it's one thing. When you, it's a stupid fucking analogy. When you compare them, it, it, it changes the game, because I said so. Uh, but now I'm going to do things slightly different this week. I'm going to put 20 minutes on the clock, uh, and that's all the time we're going to get. And really, if we decide to BS, BS, bullshit some more, we'll bullshit some more. So 20 minutes are on the clock, and we're going to do this. It's time for Shots Heard Around the World. And of course, now I have to do this. It's some um, history for you, a reason to drink for me. It's the history of the great men that made history come to be. I guess I want to know right off the bat, who in your honest opinion is a bigger piece of shit and why? And please don't feel like it has to be Kelly goes, Zach goes, Clay goes. It can be just a free for all. But, you know, since Clay's just joining the show and Kelly, I gave you a break last week. You're, you're in the hot seat. What do, what do you think in here? Who's a bigger piece of shit and why? I think it's really hard to determine which one's a bigger piece of shit because you have Columbus who like approximately 50,000 people committed suicide rather than live under his rule. And then you have Stalin, like for example, in Latvia, after the Soviets took them over in the early 1940s, and then the Nazis um, kicked out the Soviets, to this day, the Latvians celebrate the Nazis. So they would rather have Nazi leadership than Soviet leadership. You so, know, I actually read that somewhere that when the Nazis first invaded, the people of Eastern Europe and I guess saw the Nazis as liberators and then yeah. the Nazis turned out to be bigger pieces of shit than Stalin was. It was like, holy shit, please take us back. We need you to save right. us. 
but not in Latvia though. They like every year they held celebrations and they like celebrate the Nazis. Well, and Latvia was one of the places that was more brutally conquered, I believe. Oh yes, in yeah. Stalin's quick capture of Eastern Europe. Uh, so Kelly, I, I don't necessarily know if I got an answer out of you. Though. Um, I, I think they're both awful human beings, but I would have to go with Stalin as the worst. And I, I would agree with you. I'm going to kind of play devil's advocate a little bit, but I would agree with you in the sense that I think that Stalin's evil was like chosen evil. Like he was making calculated decisions to be truly evil. Whereas Columbus just, I mean, one, he was more of a product of his time. By the time of Stalin, with the exception of Hitler, people weren't doing that anymore, <laughs> okay? I know the Turks are going to pull a nasty genocide out of their uh, back pocket, or just did after World War One. I'm sorry, I screwed up the timeline there. But, you know, genocide and thing, yeah, the baddest people were doing that kind of thing. But, like, in Columbus's day, the things that we criticize him for were, like, mm-hmm. Tuesday. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. Clay, what do you think? Yeah, I'm going to go, I'm going to agree with Stalin as well. You know, we get a lot of reports about numbers and things like that. Like, you don't, who knows, you know? We're talking about millions and millions mm-hmm. of people that are killed you know, with the Great Purge. Um, he set up Trotsky because he was the secretary. And then Lenin dies and he doesn't invite Trotsky. So, then, you know, that's why I was saying he's kind of calculated because... He kind of started at the bottom and then worked his way up in the system and then abused every inch of power he got till he got to the top. I was researching some today and they talked about uh, the doctor's plot. So right before uh, he died, the, Jew- the Jewish yeah, doctor's plot. He was, exactly. He was anti-Semitic. So then he brings all these doctors in. Fortunately, he dies. So then yeah. he can't Fortunately. So who knows how many more would have died, you know. And, mm-hmm. so if I'm he had just, died. The reign of terror only stopped because of Stalin's death. And... Mm-hmm. Hey, you know what? Cheers to that. Uh, but you, you're totally right. And that Jewish doctor's plot always gets me because the Soviets and the, the communists in Russia had to play a game. I think they were mostly anti-Semitic. They couldn't win the revolution without the support of the Jews. Uh, so they, they played this game where they were acquiescent to the Jewish population. Then Stalin, at the end of his life, like completely 180. And he's like, no. found interesting in your last podcast is about the Rosie woman who was this Jewish communist woman, and the Jews were treated horribly in Russia, yet she's still fighting for, you know. Because the Jews were a suffering class under the czar, so the communists are like, hey, we could get them on our Mm -hmm. side. It was pragmatic on both parts, but in the end, you know, the Jews weren't going to win out. I I don't know to what extent it played out negatively for the Jews in Russia. I'm sure it didn't play out great. So so Clay says Stalin, Kelly says Stalin, and I certainly say Stalin is a more calculated, devious, evil, but heroic piece of shit. Um, that doesn't mean that he had a greater impact, though. So who's who accomplished more? Uh, what, what do you think? Clay, Kelly went first last time. Clay, are you up for taking this one? Yeah, you know, it's it's kind of that back and forth because you want to put a positive spin on both situations. So Columbus, now you're getting the Columbian exchange, you know, and that's affecting us to this day. Yes, you know, exactly. there be anything, anything more impactful than that. I don't then, know that like, there is. I'm drinking Italian wine. There were zero fucking grapes in the New World before Columbus got here. So thanks to Columbus, I can drink wine, specifically Italian wine and vodka. In terms of accomplishments, I don't know if Columbus deserves all the credit for that, but he deserves some credit for that. I, I would say that Columbus did a really shit job leading his, I'm going to use, for lack of a better word, dominions, uh, the lands he was in charge of. In comparison to Stalin, in terms of leadership and accomplishments, when Stalin said he was going to do something, at least on paper, he ended up doing it. 
Uh, he did industrialize his country, which isn't fair because Columbus couldn't industrialize his country, his dominions, because it wasn't that time yet. At the expense of famine, though. Famine, then he made deals with Hitler. So what kind of leadership is that? You want to be in cahoots with Hitler? No, that's true. So, but yeah, Columbus no. did it. Any success Columbus had in establishing an American empire for the Spanish kind of came at the cost of, if not an indigenous hand, an indigenous life. And the fact that you're willing to kill yourself to avoid being part of the Spanish empire certainly says something. Uh, Stalin was willing to kill you to keep the success of the, the Russian empire alive. Uh, so I, I don't know. They're just such pieces of shit. Um, what are you thinking, Kelly? Um, I would say out of the two, I would say Stalin had more lasting um, accomplishments, if that's the word we want to use, because you can't forget he did defeat Hitler, like, and he helped us beat Japan. So that World War II is huge, but he also controlled pretty much the entirety of Eastern Europe. And I don't know if any other dictator leader could have done that. I mean, he... he that, that is some, irregardless of the way he maintained control, mm -hmm. he maintained control of an empire that literally has a sheet of ice in the middle of it. He mm -hmm. maintained control of an empire that rivaled, if you look at a map of the Mongol empire, like the largest land-based empire ever, what Stalin had to control at his height of power was truly like unmatched. I always say that Columbus was a shit leader, you know, in terms of accomplishments, he set out to find or an Atlantic route to some land. It turned out he wanted Asia. He didn't get Asia, but he found it. Uh, you know, there's the classic argument, Columbus, somebody else would have come next, and that's for sure certain. But Columbus, when he arrived, set the precedent for Europeans being total assholes to the indigenous population, which drove the next 500 years of relations. I would disagree on that. I don't think he would. He set a precedent because I don't think many others would have acted differently because he was a man of his time. I mean, they were sexist. They were racist. So you're it, saying that it didn't matter who came. Columbus didn't set the tone. Anybody would have set that tone. About halfway <laughs> through the show, got to do a shot. Because uh, it is shots around the world. <laughs> so let's do a, a quick shot. I don't really know what we're raising a shot to right now. Just, just to do one. This isn't the posing one. We'll pose at the end. But uh, cheers to you guys. Um, thanks for coming on the show. I really appreciate it. So, Cheers. Cheers. Uh, warm piss warm vodka shots heard around whiskey. the world <laughs> yeah but you chilled yours i'm too lazy to put mine in the freezer um it's, it's tough th these russian episodes are kicking my Ooh. ass uh they really are but uh so i guess my next question does the discovery of america and the winning of world war ii outweigh the cost of these greats devastating and destructive and i throw up air quotes here Right. Um, as for Columbus, I would say no. Um, one of the positives I do see that came out of it, that one, history for a while was very good to Columbus, but it has more recently uh, shown a light on how poorly the indigenous peoples were treated. But I'm also one of those believers that someone would have done it. So I don't think it's just... It's a Columbus thing. Right. And I was going to say, you made a beautiful point there that we blame Columbus. Columbus gets the blame because we have somebody to point the finger at. So you're saying that the discovery of the Americas does not outweigh the cost of Columbus's reign. But do you solely agree because, Solely because I think someone else would have done it. Like I, I don't think we would have never been an undiscovered area. 
now we're getting into what ifs, which are always fun, which is like, would the next guy have been a bigger asshole? Would he have just come in with arquebuses, horses? Well, and- I would say yes, because look at the treatment of American Indians. And What if the next person, what if the first person was Hernan Cortez? Uh, you know, like, then I sit here and think, Columbus wasn't so bad. Uh, Clay, or, well, Kelly, you still going to answer for the other one, though. So, um, As for Stalin, I would say, yes, his accomplishments outweigh solely because he defeated Nazi Germany and they were on the verge of eliminated European Jewry. And not just Jewry, Poles, Slavs, uh, the gypsies, the uh, homosexual population. I think that we sit here and say Stalin was worse because Hitler got stopped. If Hitler hadn't got stopped by Stalin... Hitler would have been worse than Stalin. But Stalin would kill more people that's, because he had the time to do it. That's <laughs> and, a hard debate. Stalin it, was in power for, what, 30 years? Uh, I, think it, I think it all has to do with perspective. If you're on the side of the indigenous people, <laughs> as, yeah, as you're Kelly absolutely is. right. If the indigenous people are going to stick with Columbus. They're like, who the fuck is Stalin? Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yes, I, I get you. I get what you're saying, though, for sure. And then you, so then. I mean, he defeated Hitler. He defeated Hitler. Hitler might be worse. I don't know. I know they both sucked, but. <laughs> so, Clay, you were saying it's all yeah, about no, perspective. If you go the other side back to Europe and Russia, you know, to the millions of people that are killed, it's like if you're on, if you're against Stalin or you were purged or you were, you know, he, did, he, had, he had ways of getting rid of you or exiled to Siberia, you know, it's like. The reality is when, when the Americans and the British were playing around in North Africa, Stalin was winning the war. Yeah. Um, from 1941-42, I mean, literally, they act like Operation Barbosa was a success within nine months or so of Operation Barbosa's commencement. The winter set in. The tank's oil was freezing, and Stalingrad happened in 1942. By the time we were actively, as Americans, involved in the war, Mm -hmm. the war was on the road to over. D-Day is super important, not belittling it, but the Russian people deserve all the credit. But Stalin, as leader, gets great man credit. But that video actually reminded me of a similarity I thought about earlier between Columbus and Stalin, is that they both shared this, they don't care about human life. Like, people are just disposable but kelly neither did dumbledore so if you're gonna make that point i'm gonna i'm gonna bring in dumbledore all right dumbledore was willing to sacrifice harry's life to to, for the greater Uh, good he had to because he was the last horcrux sorry if i'm ruining it for anybody if if we are spoiling harry potter for anybody at this point it's not (laughs) it's 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 fair game the greater good i don't think columbus was acting for the greater good it was too no not at all i just made decisions for the greater good of his country. You ask a person in Moscow who had moved to the city and was living in an, an industrialized, modernized city, they would have been like, Stalin, it's fucking awesome. Well, I'll say the discovery of America, and I point to the Columbian Exchange is the big thing. Literally, it's the reason we're having this conversation right oh, now. Oh, you boys. Uh, no, what you boys? I don't understand you boys. Everybody, that's the second time. We in- so should have iced you in the Columbian Exchange. I oh, regret not oh trying. You can only ice me because of the Columbian Exchange. <laughs> All right. I, I mean, winning World War II was uh, certainly a necessity. I, I love the conversation we had about Hitler being far worse in the end. He would have been far worse for everyone. Uh, Stalin, at least, was contained. Thanks, Harry Truman. Uh, but, it, it, you know, and you wonder why I covered the DNC in my Chaser episode. Harry Truman <laughs> fucking matters. Uh, you know, I think that for some people, it really doesn't, like the fact that Columbus discovered America and Stalin won World War II, which 
people have to find out anyway. Most people don't. Most people, Americans, I should say, think it's D-Day over Hitler killed mm-hmm. himself. Nobody's looking at Stalin. I think the Cold War is to blame for that. For a lot of people, these are linchpins of history. And history couldn't have progressed without Columbus and Stalin and millions, hundreds like them. Uh, and that's just the way it played out. But I wonder, do these people actually know how shitty these two greats were? You know, like anybody who sits here and says, Columbus discovered America. Do you know what he did to do that? You know, and how bad he was at it. And for Stalin, he won World War II, but at what cost? And I think that, so I guess we have to answer the final question. Hold on, uh, before which, you get there. Yes. Your no. point on the Cold War is spot on. Because the ne- Stalin's negative viewpoint as opposed to Columbus's is solely because of the Red Scare in the 1950s. Yes, Americans have a tarnished view of Stalin. You can't forget to blame Americans for the Cold War and Britons for the Cold War just as much as the Soviets. Uh, Stalin, and if FDR had survived the war, speaking of what ifs, Stalin and Churchill, or Stalin and um, Roosevelt could have probably managed to get along. Uh, Truman. I don't know. But you remember, we have the Atlantic Charter, which was before America even entered the war. They're like, okay, everyone's going to be a nice little democracy like us. But I feel like Roosevelt always had a Stalin asterisk, which is this term does not apply to Stalin because we need 24 (laughs) million Russians to win this war. And Roosevelt, to his credit, knew that. Uh, so I, you know, I'm, thank you for saying my point was spot on. I, I love being spot on. Um, had suffered. Uh, so my final question, and it's the question that has to be asked, is who had a greater impact on the world they left behind? You know, we talk about carbon footprints. You know, what, I mean, we all know what those are, right? The carbon f- footprint we all leave behind. Um, so that's kind of what we're looking at, the footprint historical footprint of the left behind. I mean, we've all taught some combination of world and U.S. history. So not just thinking America. I mean, you know, I have a listener in France. I have a listener in the U.K. I have a listener in Ireland and now Portugal, the Netherlands, and many Asian countries. Uh, you know, so one listener. Awesome. Uh, so let's be as internationally Each country? Or each- no, no, no. I have one. Every country I listed, I only have one listener. In oh, okay. Country. I was like, wow, every country. <laughs> I was like, that's no. a lot. <laughs> no, no, no. I wish I had that. But, you know, shout out to all my international listeners. Merci, obrigado, and thanks for listening. And be sure to tell your friends to listen too. Uh, but what do you think about the legacy of these two men? You know, I, let's, let's, let's hit it here. And we can consider this our final thoughts, I guess. Uh, I would have to go with Stalin for the greatest footprint because of the fact that he did rule for three decades. The fact that he was the big contributor of ending World War II, starting the Cold, one of the starters of the Cold War, controlling Eastern Europe and having his tentacles all over the globe his filthy red tentacles all (laughs) over the place i mean i mean you have to give columbus his due because he did kind of introduce the new world so clay what do you think i'm gonna i'm gonna agree with kelly you know columbus needs his due but something i was looking at today said stalin started with a plow and ended with atomic weapons it's a pretty big footprint and um and then just the world power he turned Russia into, no matter the cost, I think. I'm going to play both sides of the field here. So Columbus with the Columbian Exchange single-handedly jump-started what I consider and call a Big Bang moment. And I think that we all live in that moment to this present day. 
But to be fair, we only get the opportunity to live in that moment in the present day because Joseph Stalin won World War II. So let's, let's take it right now. And I will edit all these unsmooth portions out. But so let's do it. Uh, let's see how it goes this week. The question, who is greater and the winner of this week's crown of greatness, Columbus or Stalin? Uh, so three, two, one, go. Columbus. And I just lost. <laughs> Two people have said that he deserves the crown of greatness and he had a greater impact. And therefore, I must award it to Joseph Stalin. So there you have it. Joseph Stalin has won this round's crown of greatness. This may be one of the most honest accomplishments of this great's entire career. So kudos to that. Uh, but that's the show. Be sure to also leave us a good, hopefully five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We do have to do one final thing one final time, which is... The final shot heard around the world. So we will raise a glass to Columbus and Joseph Stalin. You were both genocidal pieces of shit, but without you, we wouldn't be sitting in Florida drinking and ripping on history's greats. And cheers to you two. Uh, thank you for coming on the show. I appreciate you listening to every episode and always giving some positive feedback uh, and being so willing to help me out. Uh, be sure to tell your friends and tell your family. All right. So uh, cheers. Cheers, go Gators. Cheers. Cheers.